language for our reflection today. This behavior that we say every the days are marked out to Mondays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, hmm? Saturdays, right? Mondays, Wednesdays, Thursday, and Saturday. It's very important that we understand what we are doing. Because as we grow every day, God keeps helping us to understand what he has furnished us with. The Bibliary comprised of majorly the Psalms, the 150 Psalms, and what they call the Canticles. Canticles are pockets of different, you know, uh, Bible, you know, uh, verses that are picked up. Some from Daniel, some from Revelation, some from Jeremiah, and all that. And that one they have used to furnish the Bibliary so that each time we come, we recite at least two Psalms, maybe one canticle. Some other days, all the Psalms, all the three of them, for money prayer alone, is three. So, we have about six or seven sessions of that prayer in the full copy of it. So that in each section, you recite three Psalms. And the plan is that before the end of the month, you must have gone through the 150 Psalms. The Psalms are not ordinary prayers. They are Holy Spirit-inspired prayers. They are called spiritual codes of the Holy Spirit. They are called what? Spiritual codes of the Holy Spirit in human language. You will be reading the Psalms or chanting the Psalms. On a human level, you will see it as ordinary. But you don't know the effects it produces in the Spirit. If you watch well, I don't like to always do this comparison, but we have, been, we have lowered ourselves to the point where we need to make this comparison, always trying to learn from the devil. You see those who are in the diabolical? Their weapon is what? Is it gone? Is it knife? Those of them who are in the diabolical. What is their weapon? How do they affect people? How do they shut down people's businesses? How do they break up marriages? How? Incantation, right? Sorcerers. Their power is their words. What they do? They have received inspiration from Satan who has filled their hearts with diabolical words, and they chant them, and as they chant them, chant them, they generate negative energy, and they project it. And then to the person whom they want to destroy, the thing will come like an atmosphere, and begin to work against that person, paralyzing everything. If it is death, the person will begin to experience fear of death, fear of death, things will just start working against that person. Before you know it, something strange will be manipulated against that person, and death will come. In all the things they do, the power, the, you know, the, what, what they engage in destruction is the words they use. So when they gather in their covens where they recharge themselves with blood, they recharge themselves and they start producing words. Demonic inspired words. Now the Holy Spirit is the original person who originated it. They never learned from the Holy Spirit. Yes, he was there before. He understands the power of words. So who are chanting the Psalms, who are chanting Holy Spirit-inspired words. And so you are flooding your life that day with the codes of the Holy Spirit. They are like spells, but not negative spells now. They are what? Good uh, spell. If you like, God's own spell. So that when you speak those words, you create an atmosphere around yourself. Because words are spirits. 
Anything you say is captured in the spirit. It's like oh, whatever you post online remains there. If you like delete from your phone, it still remains eternally on the internet until the entire system collapses. And these words have power. We priests and religious who are content to be chanting those prayers. And that's why sometimes it's like we priests and religious have special grace that follows us. It's not special grace, it's this thing. It's our commitment to chanting these spirit-inspired codes all the time. It, it does two things. It inspires you and gives you the language to communicate to God. So I want to encourage you. When you come and you are here, when the exams are going on, pick up a copy. Follow it. It's a discipline. You're offering the first 30 minutes of your words to God. It's a sacrifice of praise. And that's a real lamb. That's a real you know, goat or cow we offer to God every day in the New Testament. Very powerful. And the first few words that God that comes out of you on the day determines the temper of your day. I don't know what I got this. So I don't know what I got it. You are looking at me. Hmm? You know, simple. You know, great things in the spirit. When they say that they, they appear very simple. We have learned this is what it is. The first few words that come out of your tongue determines your day. Check well. Check well. The first 1,000 words that come out of your mouth as you wake up within the first two, three hours, determine the tempo of your day. If you like, go and check well. That's why David said early in the morning, I will rise to do what? To quarrel. No, I will rise to be angry. I will rise to praise the Lord. He understood it. So I'm just trying to you know, share this secret with you so you can beautify your life. God has furnished you with his word. The Psalms is an integral aspect of the word of God. David did not just compose them. The Holy Spirit came upon him by the prophetic and he started declaring them. He started singing them. These are songs going on in heaven. So when we are chanting the Psalms, Psalms here, we are chanting along with the heavens. I tell you, the same heavenly language that we are communicating here. At mass, the same thing. When the priest said, the Lord be with you, anything you say, Will either be used for, for, for your good or for your destruction. Very powerful. Your tongue is not ordinary. It's not meant for food. Your tongue is meant to pave your way for your life. It's a very powerful instrument. So don't allow yourself to get used to the system, get used to what you are doing, and then there's no devotion. There's no devotion. Have devotion to it. Be conscious of the words you say. If you like, go through the Psalms yourself and see. Why do you have, when you have challenges, you start saying Psalms? Why? Eh? Some of you know those, danger, they call it dangerous Psalms. Why do you go and read Psalms? If you give people prayer and you didn't ask them to read, they feel somehow. Because they believe that the Psalms have power. You know they have power, but they are special codes. That when you see them, those codes go into the atmosphere. And have ability to neutralize the cause of the demonic, the cause of negativity, the cause of darkness, and above all, the cause of death. When David said, I shall not die, he saw something in the spirit. In the things he said, those things he said were inspired by the Holy Spirit. So take advantage of it. Help yourself. Build yourself. Nothing you know, goes for nothing. As you participate dedicatedly every day in it, you can see that your life will never remain the same. 
Amen. Amen. We celebrate a man who loved God so much, enjoyed the cross. A man that inspired me many years ago as a, no, uh, as a novice. I read one of his books, one of his classic books called The Dark Night of the Soul. You know, it's a sequence of spiritual journey. Where when you are journeying with the Lord, certain times you pass through darkness, certain times you pass through dryness. And he was able to articulate so that people will learn that when things uh, appear obscure, it's also part of spirit. He was so deep. He was a mystic, if you like. He was a mystic, someone who meditates and crosses the boundary of man's imagination and is able to decode things in the spirit. He was so forcible, very powerful man. He was able to collaborate with uh, St. Catherine to bring a deep change to the Carmelite you know, uh, order because of his commitment, because of his love for the cross. The more he looked at the cross, the more he decodes the things that God locked up in that cross. He was also one who loved the crucifix all the time. So that's why they called him the St. John of the cross, because of his love for the cross. He was not the only one anyway. We had other saints who loved the cross so much. And if you watch all the saints that have special attachment to the cross, they are outstanding. You know, St. Francois Sissi loved the cross so much. That he said that if he dies, if his body gets decayed and they open his chest, they will see the mark, the imprint of the cross in his chest. Yes. You see, so they inspire us, they make us understand that some of these things that we have are not just ordinary, they have power behind them. And we must cherish them. Child of God, in your own house, is there a cross in your room? Do you have a cross you look at? What is the first thing you look at when you wake up? Your phone. I mean, the first thing you grab is phone. You start your day with your name from the phone. Who has called me? And if they call you, what are they going to give you? What is the first thing your eye beholds when you wake up? Even in your, uh, as you lie on your bed, what is the thing that faces you? So I'm going to put their picture. Or the picture of one, uh, they call to their dream to go to bed. So the they see, they say one day I will be there. You know? You have crosses in the house. What type of crosses do you have? All these Pelele crosses. All these plastic ones that any small thing don't break. Go and buy a good cross that you will look at. So that whenever you behold of it, you will draw strength from it. You will draw power from it. Paul said, I bear in my body the marks of Christ. Why celebrating today? Because he's not under the Christianity. He went deeper. You are there already. What I have lack today is deepness. It lacks getting deeper and deeper until you're overwhelmed by what you believe. That is the reality. To what degree has the things you believe in overwhelmed you? Overwhelmed you to the point where certain things about things in this life does not you know, have, have its way in your heart again. Until you are moved to that level, you're not started. I'm not started. We're celebrating. That's great. And the gospel, Jesus counts it all. You see, he said to the crowd, Truly I say to you, among those born of women, there has arisen one greater than John the Baptist. Why? He was a foreigner to announce what? A salvation that was that has come. Jesus Christ, behold the Lamb of God. But he said in heaven, the least is greater than John. I'm trying that again. We thought that as he was the greatest here. He will be the greatest of our days, too. But not so. 
You can be a greatest person here, but in the eyes of God, you are the lowest. Because heavenly standard is different from earthly standard. Does not understand that. So men may praise you here according to human standard. But in the eyes of God, no, you are not body. What makes the difference in, in over there is to the degree to which Christ has been crystallized in your soul. That's why he said, from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of God suffering violence. What's the violence? The devil is saying none of them, no human being will grow to that maturity. For you to carry Christ and be Christ-like in your heart. So that when they, you know, when they, when they you know, escrow you in the name of the Spirit, what they see is Christ. There was a story I just heard a few, a few days ago. I was talking to somebody and he just shared that with me. There was this young man who suddenly caught the power of God, okay, and began to grow. You have to work strong in the spirit, you have to read the scriptures, repented, and said, no, he must grow into the dimension of the fullness of the Holy Spirit. He began a fast, a seven days fast. As he was finished the seven days, that in that Peter continued to push him to continue again. He had another seven days again. He continued, but he was drinking water, not a dry fast. Only drinking water, only. He continued three weeks, four weeks. He did to 40 days. After 40 days, he said, Let him add enough for again. In within that four days, he added, something happened to him. There was a visitation. Jesus showed himself to him in the fullness of power, like a flame of fire. And said, Go, right now, you will be like me, anywhere you go to. So immediately, the first place he thought of going to was his hometown to go and evangelize in that place. And he had to fly. And the man came to the airport. They were scanning him. When they scanned him, what they saw on the screen was a ball of fire. They saw. He said, go back. He didn't know why they were asking to go back. He went back. He said, come again. He came again. On the screen. Ball of fire. They said, what would I carry? Come back. Come back. He came again. The man turned the screen to show him when the camera was, was shown about him. He saw fire inside. A ball of fire. He smiled. He said, Greater is he who is in me than he who is in the world. They broke down and started crying. The anointing was so heavy. They broke down and started crying. I said, How can we serve God? He said, Repent and I'll receive Jesus. Then and then, they gave the life to Jesus. He blessed them. There is something we carry from God. Don't make yourself ordinary. Do you like this type of Christianity that don't brandish anywhere? The one who begging every time, begging God, begging God, or carrying him in the fullness, manifesting that grace that is there. You have the capacity, it's your choice. It's just that you have limited yourself. You have refused to engage yourself fully. When that spirit inspires you, you will water it down. Can I say, I brought a fire on earth. I wish. It's already burning. That man is already burning. Are you burning? The man was already there. Was burning. And he left a legacy. And the church also honored him as a doctor of the church. So, there are our hearts today. We receive this grace. We can make up our mind. Say, I will be different from now henceforth. 
They will make this and put it and be different to your family. You can be different to your career. Your personal life, you can make a difference. I say, nothing will I ever carry except the fire of God. And God bless you, what's the house?